What's happening, people? Welcome back to another episode of Red Divided. Myself, Tommy. You got out of here. All right, cool. As you can see, Ham's not here today. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we've got two special guests. Um, I'll give them um, the time to introduce themselves. So we've got Rob and AK. Um, Rob, do you want to introduce yourself first? Yeah, sure. So I'm, I'm Rob. I'm a QPR fan. Uh, not quite sure how I made it on Red Divided, <laughs> both on the football pitch and the podcast, but still... Yeah. yeah, looking yeah. forward to tearing Arsenal and United apart. <laughs> cool. Um, if you didn't know, um, obviously we talk about our football team that we used to play in Stratford all the time. Rob was one of the players there. Um, it's collected some trophies with us, right? You won, you won the trophy with us, right? They what never gave it? us the trophy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, what yeah. position did you play? I was a defender. Okay. Cool. Uh, AK, yourself, you want to introduce yeah, yourself? Yeah, I'm AK, you know me. Support five. They said I should just say five teams. <laughs> so Bayern, Arsenal, Madrid, Atletico Madrid, oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> and City. Even rival clubs. He <laughs> doesn't discriminate. I'm a, I'm a born, listen, I'm a born winner. <laughs> I will always win. With me, at the end of the season, when some people are crying, I'm still winning. So I don't lose. I, I just think I don't lose. Cool. Um, AK, obviously, AK is a good. Um, friend of the show um we've known AK a long time so i'm surprised this is the first time we've had him on to be fair um but like thanks for coming on bro appreciate anytime, it anytime. cool um look where should we start this week before we start how's how's your week go how's, how's everyone's week good i'm in a relationship so it's all right that's all i can say so you're out of the streets now <laughs> out of the streets yeah. One off the leggy, off the streets. One leg in, one leg out. That's it, no. You don't want to. You don't want to hurt. You say that, but <laughs> <laughs> he's definitely out. He's not listening to him. He's not one leg in, one leg out. <laughs> we're just talking about. Like, you, we're talking. We're literally just talking trouble. about getting cancelled. You're gonna get cancelled by your girl by the time this is done if you're not careful. Bro. <laughs> All right, cool. Yeah. I don't. I, we'll, I don't want you to get in trouble. Um, how's everyone's week though? Good. Yeah, All good. Right. Yeah. All right. Good, good. I know you don't sound like it seems like your team has stressed you out this no, week. No, 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 don't worry about it. <laughs> I don't worry about them anymore. All right, cool. Fair enough. Um, all right, cool. Before we start, um, firstly, people, thanks for listening. First, first for tuning in again. Please make sure you subscribe to the channel, um, comment, like, share this with friends and family. As we said last week, or as we say, if you do comment we will make sure we dedicate time during the podcast to answer any questions i think we do have a question this week so um i'll go through that at the end of the show um and yeah share this with everyone man and if anyone does do you want to come on just um let us know and we're trying to arrange that give us a shout cool cool how are you boys so where do we start this week so initially we didn't actually from the um agenda that we sent you we didn't actually want to discuss arsenal this week not for too long anyway not for too long (laughs) because ham is not around um but obviously because of the game yesterday let's just start with that because according to arteta it's a disgrace or is it embarrassing (laughs) um but i just just like the game wasn't there wasn't much in terms of the game because i feel like both tried to cancel each other out Arsenal didn't create much um i think it was just old school type of game if if um from my perspective anyway like it was quite what well, newcastle was all over their faces they were quite physical um and i think it was that tackle from kai Arvitz that um, obviously set off the game um mm-hmm. aside from that 
both teams didn't really create any clear cut chances. I thought Arsenal defended really well. Um, and then, then that goal happened in the second half. Um, so just let's get straight to it. The first point is, did that ball cross the line or not? Across the line. Were you, were you, it looked like it crossed the line, to be fair. It looked like. I know you don't like Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> it crossed the line. You know what? I um, So the two, the show two angles on Match of the Day as well. I watched it live on Sky. And there was one angle Match of the Day that showed that, oh, it looks like he's onside. And there was one that everyone's ran off with on social media. I think that second one where they're saying the ball's clearly off, out of the line. So that's the one that everyone's ran off with. But what they were saying VAR is inconclusive and I still agree with that is if you're not sure and the reason why I said that I remember last year I'm not sure what game it was I it was that. the World Cup Japan game and I said the ball crossed the yeah, line and you right. say the bulge the bulge has to go over, over. It's, it's the same thing as if it's over the line for a goal yeah. when you visually see it yeah. the whole ball needs to cross the line there needs to be daylight yeah, and then it's yeah, inconclusive. In fairness, the, yeah. the bottom of the ball clearly was Crossed over the line. No one's yeah. going to yeah, argue. Yeah, no one argues that. That's, that's yeah. really straightforward. Yeah. But yeah. it's the fact that the, the part of the ball that was yeah, the, hanging the line, exactly. possibly. Possibly. I still don't think it was. Okay. But I also agree that if VAR can't prove it, yeah. sure, then it's got to be with And, the and I think that's the, that's the main thing is that every, every general person is saying just because the bottom's off the pitch, their yeah, view yeah. is it's off. off. Nice. Regardless. Yeah. But I'm of the view... You can't confirm, yeah. right? And I do like that call being made. They are there to say, is it a clear and obvious mistake? Yeah, it's not because they can't tell. If they can't tell one hundred percent, then forget that. Of course, if we didn't, if I didn't have this conversation last year with Adi in regards to the ball crossing the line, because I know he does reffing, I was adamant that that Japan guy was like, "What the ball crossed the line?" And from the visuals we're seeing, we can see the ball is clearly the bottom of the ball is the clearly of the ball, yeah. off, like it's not on the line, right? The bulge, I can't tell you, even the two angles, I can't tell you yes or no whether the bulge is still on the line or not. And I, and I think it's a fair call from from um, VAR. Like if it's inconclusive, that's what they're there I for. I tell players to sharp all the time. When I'm yeah. refing and it looks like it's, it's not out. It's mm. not out. Just because the part that you see has gone out, it doesn't there's mean it's out. There's I'm different telling, angles. Yeah, it's different angles. And I'm like, shut up, keep playing. If I don't, <laughs> honestly, if I don't blow my whistle, keep playing. I don't want to hear anything. So, but like the thing is, if I can feel naturally Arsenal fans are going to feel hard done by, but actually it's not conclusive, then you can't say it's out. But that's what VAR is supposed to do. It's the clear and obvious thing, right? Mm. And yeah. there's so many of these offsides where it's like a yeah. millimetre off, uh, offside. So yeah, they by can clear that, armpit. but they can clear that ball situation. But I don't think that. But they have the technology like a... for that, though, right? So they're different. Yeah. So we, whereas. Well, that's what's going to happen now, right? Because mm. what we need to understand is that with any form of life when you build something you test it mm -hmm. but you can't test for every single scenario yeah that mistake between liverpool and spurs yeah to be honest i'm shocked it hadn't happened sooner <laughs> but now it's happened that particular mistake is probably not going to happen again since that like japan and this one about the crossing the line yeah. someone's going to develop the technology then but there's certain scenarios that you can't fix until it happens it actually happens but it's also properly mad. How many cameras that they've got? Yeah, they yeah, don't yeah. have one on each <laughs> right across the line. <laughs> one on each goal line, one yeah. on each by line, yeah. and then you can put the other sixty odd cameras wherever you want. Or just why get is there one not a person, good angle? Just yeah. one person to stand and just be looking. At it. I just don't yeah. get why there's not a good angle of it. It's stupid. Yeah. It's stupid. Yeah. And was that a foul? So that's the second point. So are we are we are we done with like the ball over the line now? Me, I think it was over the line. I don't care. 
yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I think I think we've I'm come to a, a view, a general view. <laughs> okay, on, cool. on the out. All right. So the second bit is the foul. What are your thoughts? That's a foul. I don't care. That's a foul. Is it conclusive? For me, yes. That's a foul. I don't, I'm not here to sit down, bench or talk too much English. It's <laughs> Me, I'm, I'm angry at Arsenal, but the reason I'm angry at Arsenal is why we. I'm the fact that we have to talk about this. That's not mm. crap against Newcastle. I mean, I'm going to go into that separately, but yeah. that's a foul. Okay, cool. I don't care. That's a foul. I don't care how you look at it via helicopter, sky. It's <laughs> <laughs> a foul. Me, I have to push me. If I come back and punch you in the face, you know I will. Especially if I'm getting hit from behind. You know when you can't really brace yourself for impact, and I yeah, feel it. Yeah. I'm getting off the floor, and I'm. <laughs> Chasing him, bro. That's a foul. And they were trying to do angles. And you see, sometimes I think this referee, that ref yesterday, mm. occasion, you know, say so it was in Newcastle, the, the, the fans, the yeah, crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, some calls. That's the home advantage. Everyone yeah. just generally some have calls, that. Yeah. yeah. They were influencing him. Yeah, he wasn't happened, standing, yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? Mm, you could mm. see that it was a scale of the Newcastle fans, like, maybe if you go out after the match, you go and get his fish and chips. <laughs> or they know his car number, or, you know. Mm. I just didn't like the way he was looking scared. Some, some tackles. People are like that, yeah. just, anyway, let, let's not get into it, but. Yeah, yeah that's a foul like that. for me. Yeah. Foul. What, what, what do you, what's your thoughts on it, Rob? I don't think it was a foul. Because okay. I think... Of... <laughs> <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> I love okay, it. You, you can put the freeze frame and Joe Linton's got two hands out stretched like that, right? But what Gabriel's trying to do, he's not trying to stand tall, take that on his chest or head it clear. What he's trying to do is duck his head to flick the ball away. So for me, if there's hands on your back and you duck down, it's not always a push. I don't think there was an active push. So you know what? Yeah, That's what go. my thought process was. So I'll tell you what. If you watch the video, um, the think the clip back, exactly what you just described. Before Joe Linton even jumped to put his hand on it, Gabriel is already in that position. Yeah, that he wasn't trying to jump. He wasn't standing still to try to jump and win the head on and then try and clear away. He was in the position with in this position trying to flip the ball yes. over him. That's the position. And so Jolinton's hand, and the more you slow the camera so down... So why did Jolinton's hand come out? He's resting no, his hands there. Wait, he's not, so you're resting his hands on the side. Come on, that's an attempt. So far your hand's behind his back. Bro, you can put So far your hand come out my back. You're definitely, that's a foul. You're touching me. No, no. That's for me. If you jump, if you're doing that, I don't care. So That's a foul for me. So I obviously, I ref on Sundays, some Sundays when I can be bothered. But my view, because every time someone says... Oh, hands in the back. Was like his hand, pretty much is just touch caressing you. He's not putting any weight. So I measure impact, impact yeah, all of that stuff. Can it change, influence your movement? If he's just do doing like this, I'm not gonna give a foul. So when I first saw it, I was just like, oh, that's not a foul. But then when they slowed it down, I was like, actually, that's a foul. Then I was like, actually, this slowness is going to, it's gonna make you have a certain view. But then when I looked at it holistically. I was like, Gabriel's already jumping, right? But even if he needed to jump maybe two more inches to header it, he can't because Joe Linton's hands are actually on him. So if there's any area on that that would have made me disallow that goal, it would probably be that I think I would just have just borderline borderline giving it as a foul. But the fact is, again, if you're talking about VAR and you're talking about clear and obvious, and you're having to see is. that full time so, yeah. slowed down to then make a decision so one I think, way or the other, right? I think literally that's where the goal stands because everything is not clear and obvious. So we get angry about, oh, it's subjective, not subjective. 
the definition is clear and obvious. So if there's any reason for us to have a debate as to whether or not it's a foul, then it's not clear and obvious. I would have given it as a foul after looking at it for a while. But if it wasn't clear and obvious, because I've gone, it's not a foul, it's a foul, not a foul, it's definitely a foul. It's a bit, it's a bit touch and go. So I think ultimately VAR ends up in the right decision, but I would have given a foul in real time. Cool. So look, and I think for the fact that it's a split decision, it just shows that it's not a clear and obvious mm. error. And bear in mind, this is the I ref having Arsenal. to watch. <laughs> <laughs> so happy. <laughs> this is the ref having to watch it over and over again. And for me, I've always said, I think we all share the same view on this pod that if the ref is having to see something again in slow motion, it's going to look worse. Yeah, the more you look at it, it's going to gonna look worse. I mean, you're, you're now going to be looking at the stretch of his hands. Um, and whereas, as you said, that can just be his natural jumping position where he's just trying to jump and Gabriel... And at the same time, literally physics. Yeah, and it's what I didn't think until you just mentioned it now, which is true, is that, wait a minute, that despite we thinking um, Joe Linton was just trying to jump, but it is affecting... Gabriel, yeah, even because if, if Gabriel one, even wants to move, one centimeter, that, that, that um, but then I think what it, he also didn't help himself because he he's threw himself onto the floor, yeah. and it's, he just pretty much threw himself onto the floor. So it's just it was it was a, and I think why there was so much noise about it is because of like there was so much there was three or four incidents in, in, in combined, just in yeah. just combining what yeah, with, what yeah just one goal, and the last bit is the offside, which one I wasn't sure about, and I thought the reason why I thought it, maybe it might be offside is because I. Correct if I'm wrong, I do believe there's a rule in that if like you're behind the keeper, it doesn't matter if there's a player behind the keeper and you touch the um, it's, it's offside. Two, it's, it's two players, it's two players. it doesn't matter. Yeah. 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 The keeper's normally included in that because obviously they're normally closer mm. to the goal than the action. But, yeah. yeah. So um yeah, so then he's then he's offside. So that's why I thought they was checking the offside for but um yeah, again, that wasn't conclusive because they're trying to see who the ball came off or something like that. I can't recall. They didn't have an angle the that angle, showed yeah. when the ball actually made contact. Which is a bit crazy Lincoln, as well. Which is, it comes it back to the same crazy, point yeah. with the thing and the ball crossing the line. How, when you've got 70 cameras looking at this, yeah, do you not have yeah. one that has a decent view of when Joe Linton actually touched the ball? Because if you've got one from the back, you should have one from the front as well. It would suggest mm. that. but You would think. But it's hard because actually I say that, but then I think... Gordon's probably blocking the other side as well. Yeah. It's it's just a freak combination of incidents that will yeah. never repeat yeah. itself ever again in football. Cool. Yeah. It's one of those ones. Like, so, like for me, I think like ultimately if it was just going to should a ghost stand or not, I think it should because no one can like that's what VAR is for yeah we've literally said nothing here See, in this, clear and yeah I mean this is yeah. obvious yeah. 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 United fight to be honest I thought about it and I tried to argue for it but then I think what boils it, what it boils down to is that clear and obvious I think so if that's this, what if this happened to United what would you be saying I'd just be like mm. United are shit no to be honest I might feel different but but I'll still go back to how I view each individual. If I take everything holistically out, yeah. to be honest, most of the time when things go against us and they can make a sensible argument, I'll put my hands up. But and and, and I think up. that's the um and what that's what's clear on this table. Like everyone's argument's not wrong. So what you're saying is yeah, not wrong. Do you know what I mean? That's a different point of view. Yeah, it's yeah. A different, and and that's what it boils down to in terms of that that final decision. Whoever's at VAR was on VAR that day, there might be three or four of them having the same conversation as us. And if they can't come to an agreement, 
They were like, it's not clear. It's not clear and obvious. So that's, and I think that's why the ultimate decision might have been made, that it's not clear and obvious. So we've all just sat there, made made points of why this should stand, why it shouldn't stand, but they can't come to an agreement. And that's what, that's what it boils down to. But look, and I just think that image that, Everyone just ran off on the social media with the ball. That, that's what they're going to do. The Arsenal fan TV have posted 18 yeah, posts about it. <laughs> they posted yesterday. <laughs> like 18 to every... Bro, that I can't is, even scroll through. It's the same thing. Like everyone's posting. And I've like my friend called me, like a Topes called me. He's a United fan. He was like, that ball's crossed the line. I was like, bro, I'm so glad that that Topes incident... Said- yeah, yeah. Talks. Yeah, and it's I, that's a United fan that it hates Arsenal. That. It yeah, yeah. yeah. He, said the ball, the he said the ball crossed the line. I was like, wow. But I'm so glad that I went through that last year with the World Cup mm-hmm. when I was so I was on Joe Saxon. Like, that ball's crossed the line. I don't care where, where the ball is. Mm. But now taking a step back and thinking, like, thinking about it, it does matter. So if they allowed it in the World Cup. I can't remember if they did or they didn't allow in the World yeah, they Cup. Allowed it. They, they allowed it. They allowed in the World Cup. Why are we now arguing about this? And sometimes it's a different view, right? Because Arsenal fans definitely are going to be passionate about it. But you were arguing that had gone off and you yeah. didn't have any skin in the game. Yeah. Because when I explained that, literally, if it was on the goal line, you would say it's not cross. So why does that change when it's not on the goal line when it's the same line. Yeah. There's so much stuff in football right. that's it's, like that though. Like it's a yeah. foul anywhere but inside the box. Yeah. 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 If it's a foul, it's a foul, right? It's literally, yeah. So, so it's, it's yeah. in. It's, so it's, I, I can it's understand Arsenal fans' frustration because I went through that and it wasn't even my team that was playing. We, we had an argument. We had an argument about it. Yeah. It argument. wasn't even my team that was playing. Yeah. It was just like Japan. And I was just saying, that boy's out. That, that's off. And he was like, but he's a ref. So he obviously he refs when he can. <laughs> and he obviously, and he knows. <laughs> he's freestyling. He's probably standing there. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so he was telling me that, no, that, that's not the ruling. That it has to Do be you the... miss, question to everybody. Do you guys miss when there was no technology on VR? I slightly do. Yeah. Because that won't be in question now, if, that, if that was in place. Supporting a team that doesn't have VAR. <laughs> Let me tell you, I want VAR. I want this nonsense rather than a ref that can't see things clear. No, I ask. Do you remember that World Cup? Oh, yeah, yeah. They, they, yeah. Yeah. That was daylight robbery. But look, <laughs> they took the goal, it was 4 1, they went down history. Mm. I just think all this VNR stuff. It just causes too, many, yeah. too, yeah. Much too much debate. And yeah. it causes, like, like you said, that builds up like a rivalry as well when something stuff like that happened happens, that you yeah. by the time you play each other again you remember it's it, it's quite, it yeah. yeah but but i don't it, think var is the problem with that no I think of it's course the implementation yeah 100 yeah. yeah, right? if yeah. you're doing stuff where it's like by a millimeter and you can't tell until five minutes later and people can't celebrate mm-hmm. a goal that's nonsense yeah. yeah but if you can look and it's like oh that guy was two yards offside yeah, yeah, yeah. let's, yeah, let's yeah, cancel yeah. that goal yeah then i think everybody would be more happy with it if it was because the whole point of clear and obvious is we're not doing clear and obvious especially for offside so but they are too meticulous. Yes. Yeah. But and I think it's ruining it. As you're saying, I just think. Yeah. I think you could just tone it down, and it would take out the obvious mistakes, yeah, mistakes yeah. that are being made Pull or not back. seen, or because a ref can only look one air. way. There right? needs to be space. The yeah. two lines shouldn't yeah. con- be touching each exactly. other. Yeah, there should yeah. be some space. But someone would always be unhappy. Yeah, but that's regardless. life. That's and life. that's what yeah. the issue is going to be. No matter how they re- refine it, there's going to be someone that will say something else. But I think you want to minimise those you don't, situations you want to minimize where it, yeah. teams are scoring goals now and you're, as a fan, like, waiting. But, and you're like, okay, the ball's hit the net, but I can't celebrate because there's a good chance something's going to happen. Yeah, but I thought about that the other day and I was like, okay, situation is every week 
Like literally every commentators are saying, why is it taking you two minutes? Why is it taking you three minutes? Why is it taking you four minutes? But then if you rush it and make a mistake, that's the it's same people. Also the issue. same people who say you do your job properly. You do your, you do your job, job properly. properly yeah. So it's it's a lose lose situation. So I say now those two lines there should be space between those two lines. Somebody will say, is it going to be one millimeter, two millimeters, five millimeters? But going back to your point though, mm. if it takes you two minutes, three minutes, four minutes, there's no clear and obvious mistake. True. So true. that should clear up those things. That if you look true. at it and you get 30 yeah. seconds to look at the best views that you've got true. and you have to keep playing it and by the end of that, you still don't know, which is fine because yeah. there's some incidents where you just don't know. Then you say, look, we're stopping it 30 seconds in. We don't know that there's something yeah. clear and obvious. We can't tell. So we'll And that's what I was telling Ham last week about the handball thing. Mm. We just need to make a hard and fast rule. Bang. This is literally the rule. No subjectiveness. This is it. 30 seconds. If we can't agree between the four of us, we move on. VR is like girls with hormones. One minute it gives you a nice call, the next minute it gives you the wrong call. It's very temperamental. I swear to God, VR is like hormones. I don't know what, what's to do. For me, I just think we should cancel it and go back to old <laughs> Yeah, just cancel VR for me and let's just go back to the old stuff we do. I don't like all this all right, look, bringing back. Let's just go into the actual game itself because I just said, and I think that's a, for my, like, I saw Arteta's um, press conference. It's dramatic, man. It's it's a brilliant tactical move from a manager because that's him deflecting how shit his team was, like every um, deflecting um, everyone's performance for us um, attention from the yeah, actual yeah, yeah. like performance because they didn't actually play well. If I'm being honest, they didn't create anything. That, they didn't create a chance. I think they had one shot on target all game. Um, it yeah. It wasn't a good, to be fair. It wasn't a great performance on both sides. I thought defensively Arsenal played really well until that goal. Um, but they didn't actually pay off. So what's your thoughts on the, the game? Right the game is this. Newcastle, they're home. They've turned it to war. If you come to Newcastle, you know they're going yeah. to get a game. They know they cannot outplay Arsenal, but you can see in the game, the tackles in the face, like, look, yeah. it might give us a good game, but we'll give you bruises. And then later on, Newcastle started growing into the game. For Arsenal, Arsenal now, everybody has found out Arsenal from last season. People now are setting up for Arsenal. You can see people are doubled up on Saka. He's tired. Everybody knows that Zinchenko or Tomiyasu is going to come in the middle and do all that stuff. All that thing that was brand new last season is old school news. So teams are setting up for Arsenal and now Arsenal are being found out. And at that time, Mr. Tinker doesn't have a plan B. You can see now he doesn't have a plan B. He's just waiting for individual brilliance. Even Martinelli that usually run. Look at what Newcastle did to him yesterday. Like, who was the fullback against them? Um, Newcastle. Trippier. And then, what's the other one that came out from Southampton? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. the one. Beautiful game. They're just setting up. Now they're setting up for Arsenal. They're telling you, we know what you're going to do. We know where your passes are coming from. That's why only us, the only thing that's for Arsenal so far this season is the defence. Mm. But the midfield has been found out. The front three, found out. Eddie, for me, is like... Florissant. You know what you put on the line? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you can give you this game of three goals. The next four games, he'll be rubbish. But you'll be making yeah. those runs or you'll be keeping him thinking, oh, at one moment, he'll do something. I saw one stupid volley he tried. It's never in his locker. And he tried the volley like Lewandowski. It's not in his locker. Arsenal have been found out. Trust me. So for me, when I was watching the game, I was just laughing. I was like, this, this team is crap. But, but they can keep doing it because how many teams in the league are good enough to actually stop them doing what they want to do? Like, you play against United. They can do what they want to do every day of the week. It's not going to change. United aren't going to be able to stop it. But Newcastle are a good enough team. So, like, I picked Newcastle to win yesterday. And I ultimately, well. bet, yeah, I did. Newcastle are a competent team at home. Like, let's not think, oh, Arsenal are going for the title. Newcastle are not shit. Like, they're a good team going for... So, 
yeah, it's it's interesting. And Eddie Howe's good. Arsenal's good manager team, the bench is rubbish. Once there's no party, there's no Odegaard, there's no Martinelli. Anybody you bring in, it's crap. The level still drop. The same issue we had last season, we're still having it now. When I was watching Newcastle, Abibira, who's injured at the moment? Uh, Jesus and oh, Partey. Yeah, Jesus and Partey. Yeah. comes in, he's rubbish. Harvest. I can't call him his real name because I don't like him. <laughs> he's rubbish. He doesn't, he's, he's, a, he's meant to be an upgrade to Xhaka. Now he's a downgrade. He's rubbish. Jorginho, I don't know if he's old. I don't know if he's having girl problems as well. <laughs> Jorginho of last season that, you know, when, when Pate couldn't do, he came in. He was giving us experience. Look at the mistakes he's making. It's rubbish. Like, they can't do nothing. Then Zucheko now has turned every match to war. <laughs> he comes in. You know what? And gets me angry. Zucheko comes in and starts giving everybody much to talk. Still doing it to today. I'm like, bro, just shut up and play the game. You know what I'm saying? I, I, don't, I don't see nothing. Only that defence, that back line, is the only thing that's working. But for me, other than that, the bench, the team is, is, is poor. Apart from first team, that's it. And they're very, very predictable. Cool. In terms of like your prediction, obviously, f- for the season, where do you think Arsenal finish off? Because you are an Arsenal fan. Yeah. I know you're an Arsenal fan, third, deep, deep yeah. inside. Third, no cup. Third, no cup. cup. No cup, no trophy, and third. Are you serious? Yeah. The, listen, it's, it's a, Liverpool are coming. Liverpool yeah, are coming. Thing. Yeah. Liverpool are coming, that's one. Hmm. They're doing the thing, but it's like they're beating teams. City, two. Spurs don't have anything in Europe and see the way Spurs are playing. Three. So even Arsenal even end up fourth. Trust me, I'm not capping. It's, it's a yeah, sensible... It's, I'm it's telling not, you the yeah, It's not... Yeah, see, what, see how Spurs played Arsenal in Emirates. And you know, the, the same thing, the same gift Arsenal had last season of just focusing on the league. That's what Spurs have. Liverpool to a decent team and they're firing now. You're not going to play City. City have three teams that can beat anybody on any day. Yeah. So Arsenal are going to end... I don't know what they're going to do in January... But if they don't, if, if they really want to say win a cup or end second, that general window they have to do stuff. But other than this, with injuries charged to the game, third or fourth, no trophy. Just so, um, before we just round up on Arsenal, do you want to just give us a bit of your insight? How they played so far this season? What are your predictions for the season? Yeah, guy. I know from QPR. It's nice to get like an right? yeah. <laughs> it's got it's nice to get like obviously we've always had Ham, so the only like. Arsenal perspective is is Ham. Yeah, yeah. Deep inside, I know he supports That's Arsenal, but obviously we know he's, he's got he's many flexed, many jerseys. Yeah, yeah. So, bone winner. <laughs> but um, but yeah, look, it was nice to get like a championship perspective. Not no shade. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's quite interesting that I think Arteta's copied what Pep's tried this season. So Man City have gone from playing Cancelo and Walker as their fullbacks, bombing on in the Liverpool way, mm. to four centre backs playing across a back four and it seems like everybody now wants to have their fullbacks come inside and provide that holding mid so they've only got Rodri in there it used to be you'd have two holding midfielders in there right if you wanted to be a top team and control games against other top teams now you use your fullbacks for that so the, there's no overlaps for the wingers. And I think it goes back to what you were saying about Saka. Yeah. If he's got no support, if he's got no overlap from the right because you've mm. got Ben White at right back you can be like Okay, yeah, Ben White, if you want the ball and overlap, that's fine. Because mm-hmm. I know you can't cross for shit. So if you want to cross 10 times a game with Ben White, fine, go ahead. you got Tommy Asu on the left side. What's he threatening? Yeah, He's he right for you. Yeah, he but you've have... got Tierney out on loan, who for me is the absolute perfect... Traditional fullback yeah. that would give you the support with... And in games like that one crosses. against Newcastle, right? They're, they're defending deep. They're not challenging you up at your defensive line for the ball. So you can control the ball at the centre-back's and the holding midfielders all day against the Newcastle because they're not worried about that because they've got their shape. So the way to get them out of shape for me is to pull them wide. 
I think there's there's definitely games, especially against the lower teams, where bringing those fullbacks in, controlling the middle of the pitch, your wingers are good enough. I mean, yeah. we'll get to Man City later and what Doku did yesterday, oh, but he's just ridiculous. <laughs> he's what Sterling wishes he could be. <laughs> but... I respect Sterling. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he won good season. Yeah, yeah. He left QPR at 14, I've never uh, forgiven him. Yeah. <laughs> <That's laughs> no, I respect Sterling. Yeah. 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 He made yeah. us 10 million quid though, so uh, yeah, I can't, can't argue too much. But yeah, I just I don't understand why it seems like there's a real easy blueprint of bringing the fullbacks in against the lower teams, control the ball and play through them. Whereas against the big teams, I still think width is the right way to get around a team that's, yeah, you know, man, you try a low block. Newcastle were going to do the same thing. Why not have some whip? Why not have like mm. a guy like Tierney going around the outside and, and whipping in some good deliveries? I just, yeah, it, it doesn't make much yeah, sense. But then me. you get someone like Trippier on the back foot as opposed to just allowing him to. But Trippier's not a great keep... defender. Yeah. But you, what, what did he have to do defensively to do, yeah. yesterday? Like you said, Martinelli, okay, he's, he's getting the ball there. But when was he ever one on one with no. with Trippier? He wasn't no. because Nobody a midfielder had come yeah. across, yeah. the centre back had come up. across. It'd, it'd always be okay. Well, Martinelli, if he's going to do anything, has to beat two men before he's even near yeah. the box. How's that ever going to work? It doesn't make sense. Right and then enough. Arteta throwing his hissy fit when no, it was just disappointing. His, I didn't even bother watching the interview. His change of tone, though. Clips, yeah. the Diaz disallowed goal. He's like, oh, we have to give VAR some patience, some time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's affected me now. Fuck that. <laughs> and honestly, if you flip it, if it had happened up away, yeah. uh, you know, it's, 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 it's he'll do crazy. that next week. Yeah, he'll be like, no, no, VAR's good. We just have to cool. wait. Just a quick one. Where do you think they'll finish the season? I still think that everyone else is worse. So I, I would still say second. I, I wanted them to win the league, to be honest, because I don't really like Man City, but I just don't see the yeah, challenge. So do you think? You see Arsenal improving this season? No, they're worse than last season. There's no doubt about so that. So why do you think they're going to end up second? Because everyone else is also worse except no. for City. Liverpool, I suppose. Liverpool, I don't see... When they play the big teams, again, I don't think they have the defensive players in the midfield how many big to teams? control it. How many big teams do you have to play? But how many not big teams have they already dropped points against? Would be my, I, I, my see, I see Liverpool improving. What about Spurs? Spurs have been absolutely fantastic and they'll probably end up top of the league by tonight again but <laughs> Madison gets injured I mean Ham would actually you know be Who? angry if someone didn't say it's Spurs right? it's Spurs yeah <laughs> Ham, Madison gets injured a lot could happen so yeah. it's interesting to see but I right now Sun. they're playing quality what happens if Sun's injured there was always the thing what happens if Kane gets injured and mm. it was like well He's Sun's going to come yeah. in and score now what happens if Sun gets injured what you're going to rely on Richarlison which is going to be no, your no, main no. man for three months when, no, no, when he gets he, a muscle he'll never be they've got some kids in, in the youth setup. Right. But who's who's going to score yeah, the goals? It's true. It's I, true. I just don't see. I think it's really strange that there's top top teams, Chelsea, Man U, and Spurs, that all rely on one player in a position with no backup, mm. and mostly it's forward positions. And the reality is, if both of those players were to get injured by the time they come back, it could be over. Season is gone. Yeah, yeah, it could yeah. be over. So yeah, if it happens around Christmas or something, it's done. Six games within a few weeks. Exactly, you're out of it. Um, all right, cool. Look, so we wrap wrap up on Arsenal um, on that. So we move on to United. We don't have to spend long in United. We will die there. We don't have to spend long. So obviously, we two defeats in the, what um, in a row. City. We talked about City last week, and then Newcastle three 0 was uh, midweek. Um, Obviously, I spoke to Ade and he said he changed the channel. What time? How much of the game did you watch? You know what? Which game? 
the, the Newcastle, Newcastle game. Yeah. So to be honest, I wasted my time. I even <laughs> I, I think I watched it up to half time, but within fifteen minutes, I realized we are stupid. <laughs> like forget shit, we are just stupid. Like look how Newcastle are playing us around the pitch. Like it's literally like we don't train. But mm. in all honesty, even if you don't train, there are people that I know that don't train and can still play football better than that. It was just embarrassing. So at halftime, I was just like, F this, F the podcast. No one should ask me any questions. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just going to come and just look at you guys. I'm just going to skip the United match. And yeah, so I changed the channel. Yeah, I was going with my life. I was watching with Junior. I was angry when Arsenal was losing. I just switched to United's match. I saw 3-0. I was like, yes. I can relax. Okay, both of us are losing. No United fan can just shit to me. Uh, (laughs) We're both losing. And it's the football that makes it worse. To be honest, if Newcastle had beaten me, like I would have maybe been annoyed and been like, okay, cool. But it's the football we're playing. It's just bad. So if you look at United now, what do you say? What's their one strength do you think they have this season? (laughs) What's our strength this season? Just one strength. We probably make money. (laughs) (laughs) we have high revenue that's about it it's footballing wise it's yeah i find it hard i find it hard yeah it's a struggle for me right now so yeah. you know what's scary though is ten hog i always i thought he had a plan i thought he was executing against the plan and i thought things were coming together you win a trophy you come in, come in the yeah. top four and then all of a sudden he's coming out this week saying Oh yeah, we'll we'll never be able to play like we'll we did never Ajax. be able to. I'm thinking you got the budget to buy that whole Ajax team <laughs> right now. You can play that same Ajax team and play the same way if that's mm. what you really want. But yeah. surely you would see okay, let's get a player with the same qualities but better because we're united. So why? And why we can't... have bought players, so it's not as if he's still playing with the same team when he got there. You've already taken two of the players that were in Ajax plus Onana that you played with at Ajax. So that's three. So what's what do you want? So, but why though? I, I didn't understand why the yes, follow up question confusing. wasn't why. I don't understand it's it. It's confused. And yesterday he was like, oh no, we're improving. And I was like, really? Somebody needs to shoot you. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, sorry. I'm not, I'm not. But, but what my issue was, like, what, okay, I didn't watch the match because I was actually around the Fulham area playing football. But watch a match of the day. They're like, oh, it's been all, f- it's been Fulham's get second half. And then we scored. And then you now come afterwards and say, we played well. They All the commentators are literally saying, it's been Fulham's half. Doesn't mean you were playing well because you won. And that automatically, in his head, we won. So we played well. I think that's been United's problem it's... recently. They win one game. The papers covers the cracks, yeah. the problems. They think, oh, yes, we're back to winning ways. Then next two games, bang, bang. Then you win one more game. It's like, oh, we're back there, we're back there. The next three games, bang, bang. And I think he's deluded himself because... Obviously, because he's under pressure, he can use that to cover himself. Yeah, we won. We we played well. No, you. What would you like? What would you want to happen to United for for them to change? Shall I be honest? Yeah, the Qataris to bounce. But not all takeover is good takeover. Yeah, yeah, but that would be a good one. Right now, we're in hell. (laughs) We are in hell. Which coach do you think? Can come in and no, no, there's no one. Exactly. There's no one. Because it's not like even if you get more money, you've had enough money to be way better than we need a poor person. (laughs) Like, <laughs> we need like we do, we need somebody My that gosh, goes <laughs> to come back so we need somebody that's not looking at names looking at, we need a pure football person 
if it's going to be a manager, I'm not going to give you a name. But we need a pure footballing person that's going to come and play football. And when they buy players, aren't going to buy players based on the name, the price, are going to buy players based on their ability to action the football. And I, don't I agree what you're saying, happen, but I don't think that can happen. It can't United. happen because United, United so. is a big club. And yeah. the fans too, they, they, they won't have high it. demand. They yeah, don't they care if you're, oh, we're going to give you time. You're playing good football. We can see the philosophy. United want to sell shares. They want to win. Yeah. And they want to be in Europe because they're a big club. Yeah, yeah. So you're going to to do with Everton's, the Newcastle's, yeah. the Arsenal's, the yes, the Brighton's. All that stuff, yeah. Forget the winning, but we like what we're saying. At some point in the future, we're going to win. You're not saying that to United. Yeah, yeah. United. It's not working at Chelsea either, though. Chelsea tried that. Like, no big names. We'll get the guys at like 20 to 24. And we'll get but, shit but like that. Yeah, yeah, but I think Chelsea is one still more of a process. Like that I don't think you can expect much from them immediately. Um if you think you give them three and I don't know. You give them three, four years and if it ha if it hasn't materialized, then that's a problem. Then how much money have you wasted on time? But that's but that's they're, their they're issue. like a kid. You give a kid twenty pounds and say go shopping. Hmm. You give it to an adult, they come back with a balanced meal. Right, you give it to a child, you're eating sweets all day, and that's what it seems like is happening. They're just buying lots of youngsters, not in particular positions or to cover a style of play. Let's just go and buy. Yeah. So now it's like, okay, now you've given it to me. What am I making? But that's been United's approach. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what. Yeah, we are. Who's the stupid. shiny new thing that we can throw some extra money at? Yeah. Who yeah. thought that seventy million for Hoyland as your Who's only your... striker was going to be thought, a thing? I thought it was stupid. Like yeah. during the season, obviously we have that ongoing group chat between myself and uh, Tommy and Ham. But I was like, people, fans are very. They hear something about something and they jump onto it. They've not watched this boy. I was watching him in Italy because last season he wasn't their main striker. How many goals did he have last season? I think he like seven, I think. seven to ten or something along yeah. those lines. But he wasn't their main striker. He was like third or fourth choice. Mm. Something happened where everyone got injured. He had a run and did well during that run. But ultimately, people hear stuff and they just you know we call that they just start we call that Eddie and Kita. <laughs> Remember last season when Jesus got injured, Eddie came, banged a couple of goals. Yes, we found him. He's actually better than Jesus. What happened? Yeah, cool. short-lived. Football fans, their their knowledge and their understanding of things are just short. -lived. I want to know the scout who or what's the scouting system in United. We, I don't. I'm not even. I could. Yeah, let me shut up. I've said too many bad words. <laughs> during this Tommy, so. huh? I don't know. What's um, the scouting system. Look, who I think I you? think that's the biggest issue United as well. The scouting system is the fact that. Um, I think what Ade said, they'd rather go for the glamorous name rather than just buying a functional player that can actually play a certain position, play a certain role. And it's down to the Manchester United name as well, isn't it? So, because with the big name, you're expected to buy the big players. And if you don't, everyone's shown up on it. Like, I remember when we went to buy, I know like Anatovic is old, um, but he might, he might just wanted to be like, there's certain attributes that he might be able to like. Reminds me of uh, when you guys got the old Eric Larson. Yeah. And when they came in. Yeah. Oh, he's finished. Yeah. Well, he Obviously, I do role. understand the fans. Don't get me wrong. I understand yeah, the fans' role. frustration. That's not who we need. But you know what I mean, everyone rather the, the name, even if it's not a name that like a glamorous name, you want a young star that you don't know about. You don't that you think is a wonder kid with, with the shiny boots. But this is the thing here. So you look at United when Fergie was there and you were doing things, right? Yeah. Can you honestly tell me that you would have brought back a 35, 36 year old Johnny Evans to play all the games at centre back and relied on a 20 year old yeah. as a striker? No. Yeah, no, you no. would have, you would have not bothered getting Hoyland. You would have got a proven Kane or something like yeah. that. You would have blown the budget on someone like Kane. Yeah. And 
And then you would have said, okay, well, I've got the 20 year old in the youth team ready to come through and play 10, 15 games yeah. and do something. You even did that with guys like Makeda. He was yeah. terrible. Yeah. He was, te- oh, he was terrible. But he, he scored some really important yeah. goals. And that's it. You fulfill a role. But even if we didn't get, can you say the Kane situation was never going to work out? There were other strikers mm. other than Hoyland. With the situation of your club, just ask, let me ask you a question. Yeah. If Kane went to United, do you think he would have performed? Would he have performed? He would have performed. With this current United team? Yeah, yeah. He he finds a way. He would have still gotten his 20, 25 goal, goals a season. Regardless of whether he'd finish 15, 14. No, you know now he's playing with Anthony goals. on the wing. <laughs> yeah? Just think, so the way you're playing now, take away this your new 70 million striker and Ken was here. Do you think he's banging in the goals? The reason why I'll score. say, he'll still score. The he'll reason why I'll say that is as bad as we're playing, apart from the last two games, we still somehow find a way to create chances. And then, and then those chances that this idiots are missing, Kane is scoring it. So yeah, it's like, it's like funny, like we yeah. still find a way. Like, look, we are bad. Don't, don't get me wrong, but we always find a way. Apart from other saves, last we had two games, hundred chances against Copenhagen, and they'll overrun it. It'll hit their shin. They'll. So it's, and then Kane, and you saw like from Kane in Spurs at Spurs. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't have like. It create midfielder behind him, so he drops. He drops. He does like creates his own. He's an intelligent player. He knows. He yeah, picks his spot. Right. Player, surrounded by bon fools. Same way when Ronaldo came, Ronaldo went great. Like he's not the best, but he's still finding a way to score mm. how many goals that season. Like this team is still as bad. Would you say your team is playing better now? <laughs> we're, we're just as bad. See. We're not a t- You can't quantify us at the moment. <laughs> so it's not a question. It's not a question. Because, no, how do you say it? Do you guys, would you say your output, your chances you're creating? Forget the goals. With or without Ronaldo, how you got, how, what's the difference? Is there, are you guys worse? Don't let us go into that. We're going to go off topic. We're going to be talking about United forever. So let's just <laughs> move on. Yeah, sorry, move on from this. Let's just move on. We're going to be talking about United forever because we're just going to, we're going to dig ourselves a hole. All right, cool. Let's, <laughs> that, that's, you're, you're right. That's the next person I'm going to bring up. Um, just talk about the Rashford situation. We know where we are as a team. Like, okay. So forget United now. Obviously, there's so much. Um, what focus on on players and all the external stuff aside um, aside, um, aside from the actual mm-hmm. football um, side of things. The next thing was Rashford. Um, before I get Addy's perspective, I want to get both of your view on this. So after the City game. It was reports that he went out partying, yeah. and um, obviously, Tenag find out, the team found out, and he apologized. Um, all of a sudden, yesterday, Tenag said he's apologized, everything's fine. But then, it, what was reported yesterday is that he failed a fitness test, so he couldn't play yesterday. Um, start with you, Rob. If you heard that your player went out after you lost to one of your biggest riv- rivals. Um, what would your thoughts be? But wasn't it his brother's birthday? I think it was even his birthday. I think it was, it was his, his birthday. birthday. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. I just think like they're in such a pressurized environment. Mm. Everything's like the lids on everything. Everyone yeah. wants to talk about like mental health of players on one side of the fence, mm. and then when they try and live any part of a normal life, yeah, they get hammered for it. Mm. Like if it's his brother's birthday, if it's his birthday, yeah. if he wants to go, as long as he's not out till four o'clock in the morning getting sloppy, mm. then. If he wants still on time for training the next day. That's what that's what I'm saying. So what who's that hurt? Yeah. I mean, he's obviously he's local, right? He feels it. If you're talking about some of the other players United have had coming in and out of the door, yeah. they couldn't give a shit. You know that that boy cares. Yeah. So you've seen all of the good stuff that he does outside of football anyway. So what you're saying is 
if outside of football he wants to do things that feed children, you're okay with yeah. it. But if he wants to ever have fun, no, you can't do that. I, I don't understand the logic. I get that it's not a great look after you've lost a derby, but you're always going to lose that derby. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> There's no need for that. We might lose every week, so he should never go out. Um, but yeah, just like what, I don't, I don't see why he should feel like he has to be caged in his house just because he's lost a football match. I think there's more important things going on in the world. Okay, cool. Okay, what are you what are you saying? For me, it's the Rashford thing. I just think some fans you have to ignore some fans. They're idiots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes just ignore some fans. They have nothing to do. Football and social life is two separate things. There's different people. There's different people. Ways of how they distress. It's his birthday. That happens once a year. It's not going to happen next week or happens once every month. It's his birthday once a year, and he's probably at home, pissed off, angry, and he said, "Let me go out and celebrate. I've lost." Like he said, he wasn't drunk, wasn't doing balloons like Dele Ali. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He turned up for training what? On time. Not like Abuma Yanga will fly and get that. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know your club is not doing well, your team's not playing properly, but yeah. let's separate some some stuff. And this is the new era. He wants to go out and have his fun. He'll go out and have his fun. I don't think that should be a problem. Cool. For me, if I play, I win or lose. Or more, if there's Nyash looking for me next, I'm out there. I'm doing Nyash's ass. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I am there. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing wrong. It's just people are greedy. Fans are greedy. They think, obviously, he's lost. He should be home crying because they cried. Mm. Or he should be home sad because they lost their bet. You're mad. You took the risk. <laughs> Because you lost bet, I shouldn't go out. <laughs> the table that have booked, my boys are there. <laughs> yeah, some, some fans just take a lot of outside factors and want to blame players. Do you think Rashford woke up that morning and went there and said, I'm, I'm looking forward to lose. I'm going to go and piss people off. No. It's just life and it's his birthday. Yeah. You know, the fact that you can't think that his birthday, let him have that day. Yeah, because yeah. I know a lot of us, if we had a shit day, our birthday is called our special day. Yeah, let him yeah. have his birthday. Yeah. The next day, slap him up. But yeah. for a man to go and celebrate his birthday, you're having a problem. You are mad. That's why yeah. most fans, I just ignore them for a minute. Yeah. I don't yeah. really talk about most fans. Now, that's what I was, me and Adi was talking about yesterday. And pretty much what you're saying is exactly what we discussed. And I think um, I just wanted to get your view before. Like, I didn't want us to say what we talked about before. It's not a bad thing. Yeah, it's exactly I the same was thing. violently angry. Like, yeah. The fact that he apologised, the fact that Ten Hag said he apologised offended me. I was like, so you cannot celebrate life. You're literally saying me celebrating life yeah. is dependent on whether or not we win or lose. So literally, because we lost, I should turn off the lights in my house and just sit there and be miserable. Like, it offended me. You know who I blame? Honestly. People like Roy Keane. Yeah, yeah. When Roy King has that, good but Roy, to be fair, Roy, Roy, Roy's not like that. Roy, um, Roy's always made Unsensible, it clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's like, always Roy said that. Roy's, Roy's always nonsense. said to be fair. Even when it, I think they all said it in the change room with Beckham, and everything. Roy's only problem is if you come into the change room training, football. don't let it affect football. That's what when yeah. he sees Pete um there outside world is affecting football that's when he gets angry so go and wear trousers go on your wear, head whatever yeah, you want to do do whatever but, you yeah. want to do but he's always said as long as he doesn't affect the team the on football output, yeah. yeah then, then like, that's and it. as a normal job honestly this is how it works for me if i go to work and i say something's happened to my daughter or i need to go and no, something doesn't even need to happen i need to go to the nursery to get my daughter early today you tell me no i'll resign on the spot and I'll give you a headbutt. It's literally, it's literally that. It's, it's literally I think that. People, people have forgotten that what sport? Sport is what entertainment. Yeah, they've mm. taken this thing to something too serious. Yeah, yeah. Sport. Big, I watch football personal. and I watch sport for, to entertain myself. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's an entertainment. But when you start using it and trying to justify people, yeah, they're human beings. They're not robots. People. 
You know what I'm saying? So you should party as you want. Cool. Okay. <laughs> right now, yeah. So yeah, now I just wanted to get your thoughts on it, but we move on from United because no, that was... but let's get a view on where they think that we're gonna finish because oh. let them insult <laughs> us. <laughs> let, let them insult oh. us. All right, where do you think? Where do you think we're gonna finish? This one actually don't let AK answer because he's about to. Seventeen for eighteen. What I want to say, what you asked about United will finish. I'm not even telling you where you finish. I'm just watching the battle of United and Chelsea. <laughs> it's a battle of who's going to end up lower. It's like two of you, I don't understand, but I don't know. It's, I think, I, nine. I think we're like six think, points above Chelsea. You know, I think you. No, but they got a game in hand. I think so. so I think nine. Nine. Ninth, yeah. Yeah. Okay, it's not horrible. Not horrible. Not horrible. I think six or seven. Oh. That's why I wanted Rob to answer. <laughs> That's Rob, how do you get this? <laughs> Chelsea are definitely finishing below. <laughs> no, I, just, I don't think any of the top teams look serious about... There's no one's going to challenge City at all. That's mm. going to be 15, 20 points at this rate because no one's going to be close because we already talked about Spurs. They've, they're Spurs for one thing. <laughs> just a reliance on Son. And then, yeah, there's... Liverpool aren't special. Villa, Brighton, they've all got big Brighton defeats. Brighton drop in out, them. yeah, I think mm. uh, Brighton drop out. Brighton have got Europe for the first time. They're not used to that. I wonder when Newcastle will finish. I think Newcastle will probably be third. Actually, do you guys have your top four now, right now? So let's say top five. If you just give your top five right now, what would it right be? Right now. And then we'll move on, yeah. What I'm saying, so City, Liverpool, Spurs, Arsenal, Villa. Mm-hmm. Okay. City, Arsenal, Newcastle, Spurs, Villa. Okay, cool. <laughs> so you're saying you picked the same teams, but um, oh, you didn't say Newcastle, did you? No, I didn't. You didn't say Newcastle. I I said Newcastle. No, you didn't. No. You didn't. I so you said Villa fifth. Yeah, yeah I, Villa fifth. Yeah. I left Liverpool out. And oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. From my mom. About yeah. What you left Liverpool out? Out yeah, top five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was telling him in the beginning. I was saying, how are you saying oh, Liverpool wow. are playing well? Oh wow. Okay. Cool. No, but same way because I think Newcastle will definitely finish in top five. But it's, yeah, it's the way. It is. No, 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 that's that's surprising. But okay, cool. We move on. We don't want to spend time. So look, we both obviously got both of you here, and it will be wrong for us to have you on and not discuss both of your clubs. I know you support Arsenal, but I'm talking about Bayern this time around. <laughs> oh, done my shot. Um, so where should we go? We start off with um, okay. We go with you first. Um, last week you come on time to be honest because last week we were talking about Kane. And how mm-hmm. he settled in in Bayern. What are your thoughts on Kane so far in Bayern? What was your thoughts when they bought him? And how is he um, meeting up to the expectations that you... So, first of all, everybody knows I don't like English players. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like Premier League. But I watch it. But when the rumour was happening that Lewandowski was going to leave, the only person I was saying was get Kane. Get Kane. I was praying Kane City don't work. Because if Kane had gone to City or United... There's no one yeah, matching. Yeah. And you see when Lewandowski left, yeah. you see how we're struggling. We're using Juba Martin because we are we're a club that we the strikers will have, a history of strikers will have mm. always that nine. Look at Tony, whether it's crap or not, it has to be a nine that can do the job. Look at Tony, close. You get what I'm saying? Those mm. focal points and he's there. And then what he adds is he can come in as ten. Then you can have Ganabri, Coman, Sane running off him like what he was doing in sports. When it was Lewandowski, 
he couldn't come in, hold the ball and drift. It was oh. just support, <clears throat> feed the goal. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. But with Kane, for different defence, different low box, he can just come out, pull a, he can pull a defender out and the space for other players to run in. So, I was predicting it, we got him and he's hit the ground running. It's like, mm. Lewan who? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, last, last season, everyone was thinking, oh, we missed Lewandowski, they should have paid him the money. So far now, we're not even talking about the price he went for. We're not even talking about how much it costs or his wages. We're not even talking about Lewandowski. We're just, look at him, he just fits in like, like condom, tight fit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. My bad. My mind did not go anywhere. I didn't, I didn't tell you, bro. He's a replacement <laughs> for him. <Sorry. laughs> wait, 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 condom. If you wear loose condom, you're in trouble. So that's what I'm saying. He's, he's brought a different dynamic for us. That dropping into 10, he's done it. Superb. I like it. I mean, we're looking good going forward. But defensively, we're mm. in trouble. Alfonso Davies is not a defender. There's a winger that's just they're just forcing him to play fullback. Because offensively he's good and his speed helps him do recovery. Yeah. But defensively you always catch him out. You get what I'm saying? Since we lost Pavard, we've not replaced him. We lost Hernandez, we've not replaced him. We only bought uh, Kim. Yeah. And now when Delete got injured, we were panicking and we had to rush back Papakano who scored, but he's not fully fit. Hmm. We don't have a defender. That's why we're trying to get Jerome Boateng. When he was training, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But obviously, yeah. So that problem for us in defense, you always catch us, and that's the problem. Last season, you will catch us out, and that's what's going to be the big thing in big games. Big games, big games. So when you're facing Bayern, I, like when I see people big clubs facing us now, I'm looking at, I don't look at we are going to ride this team. I'm just thinking, please Bayern outscore them. I don't mm. see uh, Bayern are not even managing games anymore. Like United going three against yeah. Bayern is is crazy. Look, four zero Dortmund, yeah, four yeah. zero. What you look at the scoreline if you didn't watch football for ninety minutes, you think they were dominating. Dortmund was still creating chances. No, yeah, mm. was still having to make saves. There were still last-ditch tackles. When Pep was there, Bayern can be killing you 5-0 and you still won't touch the ball. But Bayern will be 3-0 up and teams are still creating chances. So for me, that's a problem. Kimmich has got too excited. He's a 6, but now it turns to 10. He's always out of position. Ganabri's... Yeah, he's not as consistent yeah, as he, he used to be. Yeah, he really depend yeah. on him. Leroy Sani last season was on and off. Now he's having a purple patch. You get what I'm saying? Ever since he did that nigga thing to Manny. Uh, oh, yeah. since he got a punch in the face. Yeah, I don't like him. Ever since <laughs> he come out, I don't care. So even when he's doing well, I don't care. I don't like him, to be honest. But him and Kane, they have an understanding. But what happened that so he called Ma- Manny a nigga? Yeah. Oh, is that so, why? Yeah. That's why he got into a punch. There was a Champions League match. I thought they were just arguing oh, after that. No. I didn't know he that. He him black. Yeah. That's the one there was a match. I uh, find that quite interesting because... Bro. Maybe he it's the, only he, me that's not. Sane. They're both black. Yes. Sane also has <laughs> Senegalese background. So yeah, Mane yeah, was yeah. angry. Yeah. So when he went up and changed room, black boy, he doesn't care. Punch him up. That's why they So ever since he did that. Yeah. Yeah. He, ever since he did that, but he hasn't been playing well though. He's been doing well. No, oh, he's, nice. well, no, he's balling. He's, balling. he's a fantastic like player. Him. He's yeah. a fantastic player. But if you if you set up for us, just for me to round up. If you set up for us, Bayern, you have us. Trust me, you definitely have us. If you set up for us properly, we saw it last season, City, and that's it. So. Even Leverkusen this season. I know Xhaka is just yeah. balling there. Xhaka yeah. just went there and that one two feet like another condom. <laughs> <laughs> this is Xhaka. Yeah, yeah. He's just like, fits I left Bayern, um, sorry, Bundesliga, had a rubbish season in a uh, tough time in England, came back and it's just like, it just fits and, in. And that's my thing with football now, because you look at Leverkusen team and it's no big names, but it's a collective of players that do their the job. Like you're saying, correctly. United, yeah. The wing backs that they use, I think Frimpong scored five goals this season, their left back, Grimaldo. he scored like seven in the Where league. Where is he from? He's a Spanish guy, but he's he was Spanish. at Benfica. Yeah. Oh, okay. And 
he's been known for years. He's been linked with Barcelona yeah. for like the last three years, and nobody Nobody's took a chance on him. him. But oh, everyone just players. fits in so well. The position in the the style of football, it's like yeah, okay. yeah. I used to like football. Cool. Um, <laughs> for your what? What do you think in terms of trophies? Because you've um, you've yeah out the um. The German Cup. The German yeah. Cup. So what? What we do you pay think? our normal German tax? So Bundesliga is guaranteed. <laughs> that one we always get it. We always won all the teams. Now, hey, hey, all of you can play The last season, uh, the last week of the season. Hey, <laughs> don't touch it. Make sure you don't win. Which Champions League? We're not getting it. I think we we'll end up quarterfinals, and that's me pushing it. Quarterfinals. That's it. Tunchel would be sacked. I don't even think he has a style of play. The reason mm. is helping us. It's just a moment of brilliance. Individual players. And you have King, quality Quality that, that can, okay, yeah. let me just do magic. Unlike, you see Bayern Leverkusen? Just collective, yeah. yeah. So you've conceded every Champions League game. You will catch us. Every single Champions League You would League catch game. us. There's yeah. either one mistake in us or there's just something. So for me, we're only winning the, uh, the league as usual, 11 times in a row. Champions League, psh, nothing. That's it. Um, cool. So what we do now is now go straight to QPR. Right. Uh, um, the mighty, mighty QPR. Let me sit back with this rant. Oh, the wing is still outside. <laughs> it's enough watching it. Don't make me talk about it. Yeah. Um, and what? You always. What did you always say? The only West London team with actual with actual West London postcode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but if we get relegated out of the league, there's no West London <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. teams. Um, Look, you've obviously had like what four four managers in the last since like last year June twenty twenty two right um, since um, he went to what's the name went to Bill to Rangers oh Bill Rangers. went to Rangers yeah Rangers um, so you've had four managers he, the latest the, one is your fourth manager fourth, yeah. um, currently second to last on the table. Um, no, just for just oh, some right. improvement. Yeah. Well, you lost that point in time. <laughs> um, like you've, had, you've had a poor start to the season. Um, you drew yesterday. Um, who was it? You was playing against yesterday. Rotherham. Rotherham. Oh, yeah. um, you did go ahead, um, but I'd, good thing I didn't add you in my car. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you haven't been in my for a long time. Long time. To be fair. Um, What's your thoughts on how and, and just the run, how the club has been run at the moment? Because obviously, obviously, Les also left was it towards the end of last year as well, right? Mm-hmm. And he said that um, I think he's saying he left just to give someone else an opportunity, and there's been a lot of pressure on him, and he's been held accountable, accountable for a lot of things going wrong. So I think that's one of the reasons that like, he's left as well. So what are your thoughts on the whole, like where you are now and how the club has been run? The whole club's a shit show, <laughs> like top to bottom, like everything. I mean, you, you say United, at least you're making money. Well, we're losing two million. <laughs> <laughs> shit two million million month. Month. Something like that. It's crazy. Wow. But we're still the only team in the history of financial fair play to get punished for it. Everyone else can just ignore it, but we're we're apparently the ones. In yeah, the you guys offended something for sure. <laughs> but like we we had a plan, right? We had Warburton as our manager. We played some mm. decent football. We were on the edge of the playoffs for two, three seasons. Yeah. Mm. We fell apart at the end of those seasons. Fine. You want to let his contract expire? Okay. We got him. Bill. Bill has the same kind of philosophy. Wants to actually play football. We played some football. We started turning shit just before he left. He goes to Rangers after saying all that stuff about loyalty, whatever. Mm. He can fuck off. <laughs> Him and his mole can stay well. <laughs> but yeah, then we get Critchley. And Critchley again, like Liverpool youth team, did a good job at Blackpool, likes to play decent football. But like, 
if Beige was a person, it would yeah. be Critchley. He's so boring. It, there's nothing about him. He's got no charisma, no personality, nothing to... You're a player playing for him. He's going, go on. Go <laughs> Do you want to like you know thump the chest, get these players yeah, up? Yeah, do it. yeah. You can do it. Do you have bollocks at all? Can you find them? So he's gone, and then we get Gareth Ainsworth, who's a legend as a player, scored some great goals, some of the best goals I ever saw for QPR. But he plays long ball. Yeah, in this day and age as well. It's like we might as well have got Graham Taylor. Mm. What, what are we doing? Mm. Uh, we, we've had four years of building a squad to play football. Then we we just about stay up when he wins, like, what, two out of 15 games at the end of the season, just because the start of our season was so good. Then we bin a whole bunch of players that can play football for Begovic, who... I don't know if he's ever seen a football before, but he certainly <laughs> yeah. can't kick it. Like, I don't know what happened in his old age, but he's, I don't know if he needs glasses to see his technique or what. But, yeah. I mean, he scored in the Premier League because he had such a long and accurate kick and now he struggles to make the halfway line I don't understand yeah, how but that's a thing it's been a couple of years now that he's not been somebody yeah. that should be playing I football I think towards his end of Premier League career he's just started to get dropped and I think he became that second choice after a while and then he's just going lower down the division um, what lower down the table and the division and yeah, ended up at QPR but we had we had so long of Ainsworth just saying the boys are going to empty the tank today. They're going to run hard. They're going to do this. Like, sounds sounds, sounds like Ten Hag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sounds, sounds like, like yeah. Ten Hag. You're getting paid to play football. I expect you to fucking run. Yeah. Why? Mm, what, yeah. what is happening here? Why are we accepting that as our standard that we're going to run? Mm. And okay, we beat. We were the only team to beat Burnley at Turf Moor last season. We had 18% possession. <laughs> we played a home game against Leicester. We had 22% possession at home. I'm going to watch away teams dominate a ball. I might as well go watch Leicester do a training session. Because yeah. I haven't seen our team play. Yeah. And then, okay, we get rid of him and we've got this new guy, Sifuentes. I've never heard of him, mm. to be honest. I, I don't follow Swedish football that closely. But he says the right things. And already yesterday, we were up to 58% possession. In the first game, I yeah. know that's not, but from a well, team, it's, it's, from a team that's had twenty percent yeah. in a lot of games, it's nice to see us actually just have the ball for once, mm. actually play some football. Twenty yeah, percent is wild. We, we should be wild. beating Rotherham home or away, yeah. and we should have done that yesterday. It was just one set piece, one lapse. But what was promising is some of the stuff that he said, he actually delivered on. We will play some football mm. on the floor. Mm. We will look to attack. We will press high. And when we go a goal up in a game, we will still look for more goals, which we did. So mm. for once, we got a guy who actually delivers on the things that he says and he's pushing the players to do the things that he's saying. We had an interview with him when he joined talking about like having the, the fullbacks come in, having overlapping and underlapping fullbacks in different games, assessing the opposition and setting up tactically yeah. for what their weaknesses yeah, are. Individual. Which we haven't had for... You know, the difference between telling a fullback to overlap, underlap or, or move inside to hold in midfield... I mean, that's like night and day from a guy that's like, make sure you run today, mate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, at least we, we'll have some patterns of play. It look like we might score some goals, but it's Cause, painful. Because it is weird, because obviously QPR are probably the one team that I look at at the start of the season. I'm like, actually, how are you going to... What run are you on? Because you just never know at the start of the season. You're like, oh, is this QPR going to challenge for the playoffs this season? Or are they just going to be abysmal? And this season, yeah, it's been abysmal. Well, I was going to so. ask, in terms of like, there's been like individual talents that you've had to let go. 
Um, and especially when around the time you have Eze, you like you've, as you said, you've like you make good run, like, you have a good run of like a form, and it looks as if there's something that potentially you can make playoff. Is there a reason why they don't sacrifice and keep them? Because these players are talented enough; they're gonna go anyway eventually. Like they're gonna like just hold hold on, on to on one because sometimes you can see that like, one good player can build up a whole like team like in the championship and push them to promotion. And the reason why they don't try and keep one in for at least one season, we did, and we're suffering for it right now. That's the difference. So. Eze had to go mm. because one he was too good as you can see from what he does week in yeah. week out for, for Palace and playing for England and stuff um, and he's going to move on from Palace right end mm. of this season if he keeps his form up I'm, I was surprised City didn't get him this summer just gone because he's perfect for them mm. um, but we kept hold of Chair we kept hold of Willock we kept yeah, the basis Willock of a squad doing, yeah. that, that people yeah. wanted together right and then we still fucked up the playoffs we mm. still didn't make it. So it was like a rolling of the dice for that. And then that meant that this summer we had to sell Rob Dickey, we had to sell Senny Dieng. We raised two, three million from that. And we've got nothing but free transfers in. So the guys that we've got in, it's like it's experienced guys that yeah. should be enough to keep us in the league. You've got like Steve Cook, Begovic, Jack Colback, like But those are things you're now saying keep us in the league as opposed to challenging for challenge. playoffs, which is a What happened to Willem? Because there was one point like cause I had a colleague. I've got a colleague that supports QPR as well. So, mm. and so I, um, I've every every now and then he asked me to come to a game, but I never get a chance to. Thankfully, I haven't been, <laughs> <a chance. laughs> been there. Um, but when I do watch them, on t- when you are on TV and I see Chris, Chris doesn't Willock. Um, he doesn't look as if it should be in that team because like when he's on the ball, it's technically he looks his head and shoulders above like the rest. So why isn't it worked for him like the Eze and injuries? Like, Okay, yeah, so he, he pretty much tore his hamstring badly, like as bad as you can tear a mm. hamstring. Mm. And since he's come back, he's scared to sprint. Yeah, yeah. But half yeah. Of, half of what made him the player he was was, yeah. was that he could do everything. Everything. He, like, he was, he it was ridiculous. Probably two three months where he's the best player in the championship. Yeah, it was absolutely by a ridiculous. Mile. It was ridiculous. He was scoring from everywhere, but he could. He was the threat. The thing that he had was a threat of running in behind. Mm. So we, I mean, there's goals that we scored where Dieng as our keeper caught the ball. We only had Willock on the halfway line. He was a really accurate kicker. He put it into the channel. And once Willock's gone, it's there's no one yeah, catching yeah. him. He's, yeah, yeah, and he's he got was, he was know, three or four seconds to compose himself yeah. before finding a finish. But now, if you play a through ball to Willock, he won't even, yeah. he'd maybe look at you. If it wasn't perfect, he'd moan. <laughs> yeah. He'd jog yeah. a little bit. Yeah. He's, he's scared to sprint. Yeah. And he, he just doesn't yeah. look fit. That's understandable because I was saying, I've never, like throughout the time play football I've never ever um, pulled my hamstring and I've only done that when I was I went to um, sports day for my boy <laughs> <laughs> and, and I, so this was last was it last year or was it the year before last yeah. and ever since then I think I've only played football once like I'm like and then I'm known for being quick as well like obviously I'm older now so I'm just scared to go at full pace I've never been able to do that so and that's just not me I'm not a footballer um, that's not my job. My job. Wait, I don't get paid yeah. for it. That's. I'm just an average guy, knowing that if I pull this, like it's gonna take it's me gonna a week out. My, yeah, yeah, disrupt yeah. my day. Like I just can't be bothered. I haven't played football since because I've never pulled it before. So I've got this thing in my mind that just, just chill. Like even if I do play football, I'm not doing any running. Like I'm just gonna chill. Like that's all I'm gonna do. So imagine a footballer knowing very well that. But he's going to have to, like, yeah, it's psychological. It's psychological. Yeah. But we've got sports scientists. We've got 
like psychologists. Yeah. We've got people that should be dealing with the physical and the mm. mental recovery for him yeah. to make that happen. Well, the fact is... that it, we're like six months down the line from him being back and available. And something happened between him and Gareth Ainsworth, right? So he came on. We lost 4-0 opening day to Watford. He came on for the last two minutes. He came on for another two or three sub-appearances of less than five minutes. It was obvious he was a power play to yeah. say, you're not putting... And I get it. Like As a coach, you want people to put their effort in. And it looks like he's not putting the effort in. But to me, he's not in the team on merit because he's one of our worst players now. When he plays, mm. he slows everything down because he won't sprint. Mm. But... I kind of get it, and I think he probably just needs help. And yeah. his contract's up at the end of the season. We we had an option for this season, but he'll go at the end of the season. I'm sure if if they've got a decent medical team where he ends up, he'll, he'll come back it, again. Yeah, no, like he, he was. was. Nah, when I watched, I was watching him. I think I think I came to you straight away, right? I'm not mm. too sure it was you that I came to because when I sport a player, he's like a football. Both of you are probably the same encyclopedia. I, was, I always message him, show mm. like who's this, but then I was like. Then I saw, obviously, his name was Willicks. I thought, oh, has he got another brother? So I messaged Adi. I said, yeah. And Adi said, yeah. And I saw it. And he just looked. But you know the same, because I, I go and watch um, non-league football, semi-pro football a lot of the times myself. So I do a lot. Um, I work for some, not any, off-the-book work with um, with an agent. So I go and watch some football. And you can just easily tell when someone's head and shoulders above someone. And I was watching him. I was thinking, What's going on here? Like this, this boy doesn't belong here. He doesn't belong to. Su- he shouldn't be suffering. <laughs> this team. Um, and then obviously, and I thought oh, he will actually help you to get up. Um, but I just said like you kept on changing manager, um, and I didn't actually know you had an injury because I don't keep up to date with like. Um, I do keep up to date with the Champions League, but I'm not. I just like to. Um, check the score lines at the end of the weekend see where everyone is on the, the table stuff but like I don't that. know I wouldn't know whether there's any injuries to a certain player or anything like that and if a, a certain player is doing well I'll, I would notice him when they show it on Sky Sports or anything like that but, um, so I didn't know he had um, a massive tear so it's quite interesting and injuries are interesting like I've had a couple of knee surgeries I can't remember last time I did a slide tackle Yeah, I literally can't Yeah, you can't find me on the floor Unless I fell down, <laughs> I cannot find him on the floor. Cool. Um, lastly, just to touch on on Les, because I know. Um, so I was listening to an interview last when he announced that he was going to leave QPR. So he was speaking on Sky Sports, I believe he was. Um, and part of the reasons was that he wanted to give someone else another chance. And um, and it, without him saying it, it's pretty much saying without him saying it. Uh, coming out saying specifically what's happened, he's pretty much saying that he believes that he's been taken he's been held accountable for a lot of things going wrong. So as a fan, I know you go to the stadium and I know when I go to like Old Trafford, as fans, I know I can sense where the frustration is coming from and I can sense who they're aiming that frustration at. So what is what does it feel like when you are at, at the stadium? What Do you feel like he was being blamed for it? 100%. But yeah. I don't really understand why because our owners have been the consistent thing in fucking up the club. They yeah. bought a Premier League club <laughs> and they've got a club that's going to be in League One next season, right? I mean, if they're the ones that have been there the whole time, surely yeah. you lay the blame at their door. Yeah. Because they're the ones that slapped down money on Chris Samba and all those other... All the players, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Park Ji-sung when his knees were gone and all of that kind of stuff. So... Play for QPR. Yeah, and laughed when we yeah. got relegated. Jeez. Yeah. I'll slap that boy if I slap <laughs> <laughs> But <laughs> only him because he's little. Not Chris Samba. <laughs> no, that's Samba. <laughs> Samba speaks blue. Samba, I'll pound the back. <laughs> no, but it's, it's, it's a really strange thing because it was, it was really toxic 
to, to Les Ferdinand. And if Les Ferdinand was picking the managers, other than Ainsworth, I think he did all right. I can see the logic. You know, mm. Critchley didn't work out, but I could understand following the logic of, of where we were, were and what sort of football we were playing. But I just, yeah, I, there's no direction from the owners. They, at one point, they're throwing money at it and buying Joey Barton and all sorts of rubbish. Yeah. And then they're saying, oh, well, we've got no money now. They're, they're all billionaires. They're, they're trading shares between themselves. They're trading the chairmanship. Like well, it's, it's all play. Behind the scenes, the, yeah, obviously I can't say too much, but like the football team that I'm around, it's very interesting to see the, the things that happen behind the scenes. Yeah, oh, everyone blamed Les for all of it. And it was like, well, I'm sure he, there's things in his job that he's not doing perfectly. I, I don't know what his job actually was. So if, if some of those people who wanted him and hounded him out the door wanted to to tell me some of those, I'd be all ears because there's no communication about mm. what happens in our club. Um, there's no like you know, roles put up on a website about this is my <laughs> job description. So yeah, yeah, he had to go because he was distracting from the other problems. And I think he probably did the right thing for himself and for the club to move forward. But... I mean, the owners are throwing money in because we're losing it. But short of that, there's no direction. There's no leadership. Our CEO's just become our chairman this week. And so, what the, yeah. he, and he, he described himself last season as not a football man. Which, <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, fucking brilliant. Thanks. Yeah. yeah, great. So, like you said, who's going to be picking the players? Who's, who's, yeah. who's the targets for January? We're right in the shit, right? We're six points from safety. Where are you putting your resources He'll be in back January? up next season. The season after, I mean. I doubt it. How many games have you guys played this season so far? I think 14. How many games have you won? One? Two. Oh, shit. Two? Oh. I mean, we've got eight points. We'll we'll get to it so, once again. What am I going to say? Look, in terms of where do you think you, you survive? It's a really hard point to, to tell. A week ago, I would have said no. Yeah, about a week ago. <laughs> At least now, with a manager that actually wants to play some football, we, we've got half a chance. There was enough of a plan there for me to, and it is the hope that kills me every yeah, time. No, that, that's but you're not you're not alone. At we're all the no, same. Not too bad. You're only six points away from safety. Yeah, and only two points or three points clear of Sheffield Wednesday, who only won their first game of the season last week. Oh yeah. shit! I just hope like this new manager just. Um, Rejuvenate like the players, like the cl- whole club. Um, yeah, I put it like 50 50 right now. Syndrome. Yeah, that's what you got to hope for. You never, it's a championship, it's a crazy league, it's the hardest league it's a crazy in the league. whole world. I, I, I look at that league sometimes, and if you do accumulate every week, you understand how crazy that league is because swings. what you can be de- deemed as a banker, Kango. bro. Are you, I was betting, was it yesterday, Leeds Leicester? <laughs> Leicester have been smashing the league. Smashing the whole yeah? thing. Yeah. Leeds came to Leicester. I'm thinking, ah, my friend was asking me, I said, put Leicester to rock. <laughs> what happened? Leeds did it 1-0. Yeah, uh, what, yeah. Was it 1-0 or 2-1? It was 1-0. One, 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 yeah, 1-0. Yeah, one, yeah. Yo, your team just killed my bets because Leicester was smashing people. Yeah. It's like Ipswich as well. Yeah. I couldn't see Ipswich not winning yesterday and they ended up drawing 2-2. Two, two, so. To be fair, they came back from 2-0. 2-0 down. Two no down, I was a yeah. bit like, Cousins lost 2-3, no, um, was it 2 or 3 in a row? Rooney? Yeah, lost 3 in a row. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I, was, I, was, I, I wasn't too sure about that because I thought Rooney. it needed to get something. It needs, he had to give the, the fans something, so especially at home. So basically, luck. Was, yeah, exactly. Luck was, so was there. Quite, and they went 2-0 ahead, so it was unfortunate that... The, um, 
Yeah, really. And I'm totally surprised with what um, Ipswich are doing. What do you think it is, Ipswich? Do how they're managing to do what they're doing right now? It's just a team. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. Like we're talking about with like Newcastle don't have a world class player. Yeah. Yeah. Ipswich don't have any of the players that you'd say are the best players in the championship, but it's a proper team. And the other teams that are up there because they've got the individual brilliance, like Leicester. Leicester weren't great when they Mm. beat us. Yeah. They beat us because we got a red card. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, We we wouldn't have lost that game. I don't. It was just two one, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I've actually got Ipswich to win the championship. Oh yeah. I've watched Leicester a few times this season, and it looked good. And. And what's his name? Drink water. Um, not drink water. What's his name? Um, Jewsbury Hall. He, does, he doesn't belong there. No. Yeah, Winks as well. Yeah, it's unfair. Oh, it's man. Nah, Drewsbury, he, to be fair to him, I watched, so I went to, um, so with the agent, I, I told you, I, I, so we went to watch a game. Um, he had a player in Randers um, in the um, um, Norwich, Denmark. The, De- the Danish, Danish League. So, yeah, I went to Leicester. Yeah. Um, that's the first time I watched him live. And watching mm. play live compared to um, TV. TV is totally different so I watched him and I thought this boy is good mm-hmm. I knew there was in the Premier League at that time and then I watched him again the first game of the season I can't remember where they played they came down from like a 1-0 down or something like that I can't remember where they was playing mm-hmm. and it's I thought he's, he's, you're going to get a lot more goals from him because he was allowed to do whatever he wanted he was allowed to do whatever on the pitch and he can carry the ball yeah, pass in the midfield ability, is just he's, he's, yeah, he's, above he's that level. really good um, I'm, I'm really impressed with him so I do believe it's just, solid they will come back anyway but if they don't come back Drisbury wouldn't be yeah. in that team anymore someone will get him but they've got a few they, yeah Leeds are the same right they still got like Somerville and stuff yeah. that are hanging yeah. around they'll do one season yeah, if they it. don't make up one yeah, season and that's the difference between Ipswich like Ipswich there's no one that the Premier League clubs are saying yeah we're going to slap down 20-30 million mm-hmm. for like yeah. Leeds and Leicester but they're just there's nothing missing from the team They've got depth in every position and they've just got yeah, solid championship performers. They're hard to beat. Cool. All right, cool. Um, just conscious that we're running out of time and we've got to do the quiz. Um, so, like, look, thanks for the insight. Cause I know we don't really talk about championship enough. All we talk about the Premier League. League. And... <laughs> no, I, I, look. <laughs> but I, I, li- I like the... I like, like, I like it. I'll be honest with you. I'm, um, I'm always up to date with, like, all the leagues, for all the way to, like, league... Um, was it league? National league. league if possible. Yeah, I don't do national. I only got to League One. Because you, you're over it. <laughs> national League is fantastic. I only, I'll go up to League One. So I'm always constantly on like championship, getting updates. As I said, I'm, and when they're on TV, I watch it. Like, I was watching Bromley and, and um, Blackpool. Blackpool yesterday. Dembele looks good. Um, it looked good yesterday. Um, and I was watching it because yeah. there was another player that my agent told me to watch. He actually played for Rugby the other day at centre back. And he was, yeah, um, yeah I was sorry. Well, Dembele should be good. He's been playing men's football since he was 13. Yeah, no, but he looked good. He looked, um, but yeah, we'll, we'll come back to that anyway. So look, what we do, AK, we'll get AK back on. We'll definitely get back on. But mm-hmm. I only have time for one quiz today. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to do the QPR one. So what we normally do is when we get a guest on the show, we, we, it's called How Well Do You Know Your Team? Um, Ten Not questions. You know your teams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ten questions. Um, give me the answers. Some like some questions will have more than one answer. Um, okay. It's all based on time. Um, you take. Um, so I can't remember what the quickest time was so far, um, but we're gonna rally it up throughout the season and we'll see who has a, who got the most point. And if there is anyone joint in any position, then it will be based on how quick they answer the questions. Give it a heads up. If you give me an answer that I haven't got here, 
I'm going to go back and research. So I might not give you your final score. Oh, we'll just power through. <laughs> yeah, we just not to waste your time. Not to waste your time. Just we'll power um, through. Yeah, power I'm through. I'm shit under pressure anyway. <laughs> yeah, so and then we'll worry. go and mark it afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Let me use your time. Yeah. Phone as a Don't time get course. into conversation with him because he'll just waste your time. <laughs> yeah, so um, just power through. And then thinking the last question, you have the opportunity to get five points. Okay. Um, so the question is on who am I? So I'll give you the first clue. Um, based on the, how quickly you answer it. The, sure. sure. And Ham is not here today, so you do have a lifeline, two lifelines. I'm not, I don't think you need them. Um, if there's, They probably don't know about QPR. We probably don't know the answer. <laughs> no, I don't no. want to know. <laughs> if there's any question you're not sure about, you can use your lifeline. So add A or AK. Well, Ham's not here, so you use um, AK. So whenever you're good to go. Let's go. go um, add A whenever you're ready. Yeah, you tell me when to start. All right, go, I'll tell you when Times. to start the timer. Wait, wait, wait. I'll tell you when. <laughs> okay, start the time. No, cool. Um, what year did Cooper get relegated from the Premier League last? Oh, shit. 2018 19? Move on now. Um, next question Who was your top goal scorer that season? Charlie Austin. Um, how many goals did he score that season? 18. Um, name me three out of the four managers you had since um, June 2022. Uh, Critchley, Beal, um, Sifuentes. Name me two players that play for Man United and QPR. Park Ji Sung. Uh, oh shit. Uh, Fabio. Um, nationality of your current manager? Spanish. How much did Crystal Palace buy Eze for? 19.5 million. How many goals did Eze score for QPR altogether? 34. No, I don't think it's that much, but no, 20 I've got here, but we'll check it. Yeah, that's um, a guess. <laughs> how many games have QPR won this season? Two. Yeah, so you guys gave it away earlier. I was trying to stop them. Um, <laughs> and last one, who am I? Um, French international played for three Premier League teams, including Sunderland, Sunderland and Liverpool. First clue. Okay. Second clue, I'm a striker. Digital CSA. That's the one. Okay. 126. I'll go review the tapes and find out how much of the score is altogether. I can't, I, I, I wouldn't know from, but I do think, um, I definitely got the SA goals wrong. I had no idea. Yeah, I think Eddie got his 20, <clears throat> 2014 to 15. You got relegated. Uh, you got Charlie Austin right. Yeah, you got the Charlie Austin right. You got the manager right. You got the, you could have said Rio, you said Silva, and I got our favorite guy, Paul Parker. Paul Parker. Paul Parker. <laughs> Paul Parker. <laughs> Cool. That's one of the few times when a player went from QPR to Man United because he was too good. Normally we get <laughs> <laughs> when they're 40 years old. Um, cool. Yeah, and you got Jibril right as well. So, um, but yeah, that's Real it. Who do you play for? Real. West Ham, West Ham Leeds, United, Leeds. West Ham. No one left United. QPR. 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 Yeah. One season. One season we just done. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, cool. Thanks for that. Uh, look, um, so we have one question. Oh, this is for you, Ade, on YouTube. So please, people, if you can, um, just make sure you do write comments and we will answer it. Um, the question, I think it is two. I'll just read the first one. The first one is, has Ten Hag lost the dress, dressing room? I think so. Yeah, I do think so. I think, like, so my issue with Ten Hag, and I, he's come very strict, right? Mm. But if you're going to come strict, you have to show what you're offering. Yeah. You're not showing us anything on the pitch, but then you're chopping everyone's arms off. And being strict, saying you have to do this, you have to do do that. And players ultimately, so like 
me as a person. I'm not going to wait for you to do something to me before I say, actually, I don't like you. I'm going to see how you treat the people around me. And I think that's what situation we're, we're getting into. So it'll be interesting to see over the next few weeks. Ultimately, what might save him is that people aren't fools, right? I still want to win. Mm. So you might get people like Fernandez and Rashford that win games ultimately because they just don't want to lose. And that might save him. But... Yeah, yeah. I, I think he's lost him. Yeah, and I, I think I pretty much agree. As much as like it comes out showing like um being defiant and showing like the positive attitude that the players are together, I don't I honestly don't believe it. I see through it. Um I think the question is including the group that he picked and he bought. Um even the players that he bought, maybe the players that he bought might be with him, but I just think in in general that um Yeah, I think he's lost it. As a group he's lost it. And the second bit was who will be showing the door first, Sancho or Ten Hag? Whew, what month are we now? November. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I would say Sancho might just because of right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Unless that Christmas period is so hectic and we lose all the games, then he gets sacked before the first of January. Yeah. I think, I think I'll Sancho will go first. And go to the same team. Yeah, look, I, I agree. I think I think in their mind, they're probably thinking we'll give him until the end of the season. But if he continues this yeah. rate, they'll, I think they'll put the trigger earlier. So I do, maybe Sancho will probably go in January. But in their mind, they'll probably want to give him until I, the end I of think the Ineos deal is going to be the driver. If that Ineos deal completes before January and... Ratcliffe comes and says actually I don't think this works I think he changes him so I think that's a big driver on it if that deal goes through cool alright look that's the question that's the question we got this week thanks Patrick for um for that question um, there's another comment but it's not really a question it was just more following up from what Ham said shout out to Mike Manaman <laughs> which is that's it um, but people please if you do want us if you want to ask any question please comment and we'll make sure you cover that um, thanks Rob Thanks, um, AK, for joining. I hope keep you get um, stays up in the uh, in the championship. So well. uh, we're nice to see them back in the Premier League, but I'm not sure that's happening. I'm not sure that's happening soon. anytime soon. But um, we'll hopefully try and get you back on because it is. I think it um, provides a different perspective to the show. We yeah, don't we don't really get much insight into like championship and stuff. So what we do next time, maybe try and talk about the championship as a whole rather than just QBR because yeah, um, cool. you like, your knowledge is probably a lot better than all of us um, I only care about that because of my ACA <laughs> <laughs> I don't really care um, but yeah um, that's it um, thanks people thanks for listening please make sure you subscribe to our channel all the good stuff share this with friends and family AK does have um, a podcast show on YouTube oh. um, do you want to quickly plug that we've got uh, it's 20. called Before You Cancel Me on uh, YouTube. YouTube. So. Before he cancels us as well. <laughs> as you can tell, AK almost cancelled us today. So please make sure you tune in to his um, podcast. Trust me, you're not you're not going to regret it. Um, it's you might regret it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pete, we out. Peace.